This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Jeteris here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And with me, as always, my buddy, my coach, my pal, the man with the plan, the one and only, with the Gotham, Mr. Gotham City himself, John Malika. <laughs> but before we ask John how he's doing today, you already know what it back. is. Bring these back, Woody. Bring these back, baby. <laughs> you already know what it is. Not only bring the shirts back, <laughs> but if you listen to this podcast and you haven't already done so, Make sure to subscribe. We're on all audio listening platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us that five-star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to leave a comment or review, whatever you want to call it. We're also partnered with Fanside and Minute Media. So that means you can find this podcast on the interwebs on the Daily Knicks or the Jet Press. We also got a YouTube page. Knicks coming, Jets coming, ETC, period, no one writes out, et cetera. That shit's wild. Find the page, subscribe, hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. We watch a video, hit the like button, leave a comment, add to the conversation. We want to know your thoughts and opinions. Come on. We know it's jet season. We know it's it's the off season. We're waiting. We're it's the dog days of football. It's not a lot of activity, but come on, guys. But it's prime yeah, baseball wanna- season, baby. And if and and if you're listening to me and Greg, you're taking the Yankees live today when we th- when we were talking about it. And boom, they're up already. The Mets, I know Greg was all over the Mets for the 1 o'clock today. They had an easy win with Lindor going crazy. So, hey, man, winning picks weekly on, on the baseball, dude. And and uh, Chip Murphy 7 on the golf. Things are looking pretty good in the offseason, man. I wish we could bet Summer League, but that's neither there. <laughs> Can't bet Summer League. I heard people were betting Summer League. I heard someone. I was listening to a podcast. Someone was betting Summer League. But, I'm sure, like off look, off books, like not off the books. books. Yeah, <laughs> offshore. Well, when it, when you're in Vegas, I guess you can go find that stuff easily. But as John t- talked about, winning picks weekly—that's the other podcast part of this channel—and they're also partnered with Minute Media. So if you need to put money down on the line because you wa- all you do is watch sports, check these guys out. John, video producer Greg, our guy, and co-host Chip Murphy. These guys go through every single sport. So make sure to tune in and place your bets. But do so responsibly. And then last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. We are there. John, Gotham City. What's good, bro? How you doing? I'm good, dude. I'm good. Like you said, we're kind of in the dog days of the summer here. We really haven't had this crazy pause in sports in so long. Right, because because uh, of COVID, everything uh, kind of shifted. Where the NBA playoffs was like well into July last year, so this is I feel like it's new. We're not used to it, but we're also not used to the Yankees and the Mets being in first place this late into the the regular season. So baseball has definitely been keeping me hyped. Uh, the Yankees going through some some controversy. Uh, on on the field, just like bad gameplay. Same with the Mets. So things are getting a little interesting. You know what I mean? They're trying to uh, kind of hold hold back the, the water, the waterfall. So that's really fun. 
We got the summer league, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're listening to the Knicks episodes, you know we're way up to date. Uh, we did we did a nice little live uh, play by play, watching it, talking about the Knicks moves. We have more rumors coming out. I mean, the NBA season really does not sleep. Like the NFL no. season is kind of sleep right now. NBA does not sleep, man. We got rumors of Donovan Mitchell trade, so that's keeping us hyped. Rangers are in free agency; they're making some moves. So, dude, I mean, as a New Yorker, as as a Knicks, Jets, Yankees, Rangers fan, NYCFC, we got some all stars in there uh, in the All Star game. Things are looking good, man. Uh, Yankees got all stars. I'm happy. This is the Jets episode. We got a of, we got a lot of nothing to talk about when it comes to the Jets. A lot of rumors coming out. A lot, a lot of this, a lot of that. We'll address all of it. Life is good right now, man. I got no complaints. Hopefully, I'm throughout all my teams consistently right now, which is a crazy feeling to have, right? Optimism with the Knicks, optimism with the Jets, Rangers, NYCFC killing it, Yankees on top. Life is good. Right now, life is good, which means obviously it's going to come down. <laughs> it's gonna, so I'm, oh. I'm, I'm ready for I'm just bracing. I'm just bracing, man. But what's up this with you? Guy. I'm chilling, man. I mean, I got my mentions destroyed because I said I would not trade eight <laughs> draft picks for... Donovan Mitchell, so that's just been exploding. They want twelve I, draft picks. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, think they, I think someone said the Knicks are eligible or only able to trade up to eight, and I was like, up to eight. And you know how <laughs> you know how you know how uh, you know how negotiations go through the media. You know, Danny Ainge is like, hey, put this out there and make sure they know they have eight picks they can trade. Because you know, Danny Ainge is like, look, we know we traded for Rudy Gobert. We want to make sure we get our fair compensation as well for for Donovan Mitchell. So I've been going. Defending, fighting off people, be like, "Why wouldn't you trade eight picks? Why wouldn't you trade eight picks?" I'm like, "I don't know." Asset management. I wouldn't. I, we got eleven first rounders. Why would I want to trade eight of eleven and then not be able to make any other moves down the road? We That's need Joe Douglas. Thought. We need Joe Douglas running the New York Knicks, man. And we, I, I, so we got Leon Rose. I mean, they're both. <laughs> they're all listen, good. Man, the same thing. Nobody trades like Joe Douglas. That's a that, that that that's a fact. I mean right the fleece. I mean yes, the fleecings. Yes, I mean the Knicks did fleece for Derrick Rose, but the fleecings that Joe Douglas has done. I mean, my God. I mean the fact that we saw what Sam Darnold netted the Jets, and we see what the Cleveland Browns got for <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Wild, wild times out here. But hey, man, I'm I'm not the only one. You know, doing all right. We got we got video producer Greg with us as always. Man's just. Somehow planted himself on this podcast. I don't know how. I don't know when this has happened, but I think I grew the beard out a little bit. I'm trying my best. I think that's what gets you on this podcast uh, on a regular okay, yeah. basis. Yeah, no, that's a fact. I mean, you need to have a beard. You do need to have a beard to, to be on this podcast. So yeah. it's doing a good job. I like it. I'm trying. Trying. So, well, thank how you guys doing, for having Greg? me on again. I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Like John said, thank you for having me on again. <laughs> the Mets, the Mets are doing good. The Yankees are doing good. I mean, life's good right now. Winning baseball, get ready for the open starts at like 1 a.m. or something like that. So get your bets in early and just ready to go, man. I'm see, ready to talk some jets. See, for all you aspiring entrepreneurs out there, this is how you know you have a good employee. Man says, thank you for coming on the podcast. He's already planted himself on the podcast. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That is what I'm talking about. Anyway. Guys, we got Jets. We got to talk about Jets because apparently, not apparently, I think we all knew what I'm about to say. Zach Wilson 
has had that dog in him. All right. He's okay. had that dog in him. God. So, I mean, if you haven't heard, you're definitely living under a rock if you haven't heard about this. But just a little recap. One of the players that we talked about when it was, when it was the Zach Wilson draft, right, a couple of years ago, uh, we're trying to get his buddy Dax Milnay in here. Uh, the slot, his his best friend off the field, slot receiver. Trying to get to Jay, him. Shout out to Jake Hatch when he was on. Talking a lot about Dax, you know, hyping him up, talking about their best friends, how they would be such a great addition to the Jets. We were all over it, all right. Uh, it wasn't going to cost us anything real. Uh, we were kind of pissed when he uh, when he ended up in San Francisco. So everybody ends up uh, sort of with rival teams. It seems like these days. But anyway, turns out Zach Wilson, his girlfriend, leaves him for Dax, which is it, honestly, you talk about pandemic. Yeah, you talk about pandemic. This has been a pandemic going on for all over for the last couple of years, whether it's people we know, whether it's our boy Hank, right? <laughs> Hashtag Team Hank. And, and now, now we have another one, man, just all over the place with girls leaving dudes for their best friends or for their one of their close friends kind of weird probably shouldn't do it we all know somebody we all know we somebody all, it all happens to the best of us alex <laughs> happens to the best of we us all, I, i'm not saying me but we all know somebody oh uh, <laughs> no it happens to the best of us let's just leave it uh, <laughs> and then we'll jump to defending it through the media trying to get the public opinion somebody calls the girl a homie hopper girl gets on instagram says homie hopper this boy is hooking up with his mom's friends. That blew up. Alex uh, kind of reiterating the the slogan around the NFL media that Zach Wilson has that dog in him. I mean, players are hyped. The, the locker room is hyped. Old players, new players. Everybody loves Zach Wilson now. What from the guy from BYU who's going to be a flame out and he's going to suck. Now he's thick. Now, 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 now he's, you know, they're making shirts about him. Now he's got the dog in him. Now everyone's excited. Uh, who, who said he went up in their book like uh, Chad, jo- uh, Chad Ochocinco is a Jets fan. For other players, oh, like Marcus oh, oh, Chad, Chad, Chad Johnson, a.k.a. Chad Ochocinco, comes out into, to, into the Twitter, Twitter world and, set, and tweets, Zach Wilson is the GOAT. And then DK Metcalf has to retweet that and say, DK, confirmed. Yeah. Like, yeah. Things what? are just happening, man. A lot, a lot of... A lot of rumors swirling. I mean, talk about funny. talk about coming back to bite you in the butt, man. Not only are you getting dragged out here for getting with the guy's best friend, now they're trying to put him down by maybe making something up completely unconfirmed, and, and he, it's making him somehow be a hero. And not only is he playing it cool, but he came out today. With the with the text of oh did something happen <laughs> or what or something along those lines so he's he's a classic right now I'm really happy he's got his foot in the door and hey man I mean if if this is what it takes if this is what if these rumors are what it takes for people to be hyped around Zach Wilson and everyone says the NFL especially the QB is all about confidence sign me the hell up but I mean it's a way it's a way better story than Sam Darnold in the mono I'll tell you that much man. Oh yeah, way better than the mono. I mean, it's much Sam, more. I, this is much more encouraging actually entering the season than than Sam with mono. It's like, oh man, who did you kiss in high school? And yet we have Zach Wilson out here <laughs> and Hoboken. Even apparently, worse apparently, 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 allegedly, I say allegedly, 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 hopping around with with moms. You know what I mean? Like this is just ridiculous. So 
That's hilarious. Uh, I think Greg. the best the, the best tweet oh, the sorry. best tweet that hold on, the best tweet that I saw though. Shout out to New York Jet Matt. A Google search of Rich Samini. What does it mean to have that dog in you? Quote. <laughs> Imagine Rich. Rich would ask that because he has that credibility. It would be hilarious if he did that. But the amount of like Twitter was just Jets Twitter. Twitter in general was just Zach Wilson was trending like he was top five for a hot for a hot minute on uh, on on Twitter and it was just wild. The amount of gifts memes that we got out of this whole situation hilarious. hilarious. Before we kick, before we kick it to Greg Alex, if you're gonna say that, uh, shout out to NYJ Matt for the good tweet. We're gonna quickly jump to a horrible tweet that he sent out today. Calling Christian Pulisic the LeBron James of soccer, please, please, let's stop. Let's stop with all that. None of that. <laughs> Go ahead, Craig. <laughs> I was just gonna say you're talking about Sam Darnold and Mono. I'm thinking about Sam Darnold and Mono. I'm thinking about Mark Sanchez and a hot dog. <laughs> Mark Sanchez and a butt fumble. Like, when's the last time as a Jet fan? Mark said, "Ho ho ho!" Mark Dino Sanchez Smith getting punched. Gino oh Smith, God. yeah. Gino hold Smith. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Whatever. There's, there's too many for Mark Sanchez. Brett Favre. Nah, we don't need to go there. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to go there. Younger fans don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to go there. Uh, or how about Mark Sanchez on the cover of GQ with the white pants? That was yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, when, when have we had a positive internet story for our quarterback? It's been forever for someone of our really, generation. It's just Mike White. Yeah, Mike White is. I don't even know if we can call this positive. I think it's just like hilarious. Yeah, I think we got a shot at getting DK Metcalf in the offseason. <laughs> yeah, I think it's positive. It's this definitely guy. positive PR. Definitely yeah. positive PR. It is definitely time, positive, I guess. Yeah, sure. But like, right. and, and listen, it brings out the haters, right? Because we got the Barstool article coming out uh, for absolutely no reason. Take uh, from Jerry Thornton, the number oh. one Jets hater that ever existed, writes a piece uh, on Barstool today, just literally going off on Joe Douglas for no reason, <laughs> just like calling him bad for no reason. Yeah, just when like, they oh, have yeah. one of the worst general managers in the league. <laughs> oh my god, we're gonna. We're, is this a good time to get into it? Like, are we? Yeah, we can. Like because like I said, they have a terrible general manager. Because I've been calling out Billy B for a couple of years now about how bad he is at drafting. If you want to talk specifically about wide receivers, he is. Uh, you can't even argue with me that he is the worst drafter of wide receivers in history. Maybe literal history, especially percentage wise. But drafting to kill Harry and trading it for a seventh. Round pick, literally three weeks ago, people are telling me that Nikhil Harry is about to have the breakout year with Matt with Mr. McCorkle. What? Like literally three weeks ago. Yeah, and now he's getting over a seventh round pick, and it's like, oh yeah, he just didn't have it in him. Okay, like he didn't have that dog. The in Patriots, him? he didn't have that dog in him. Alex, listen, man, I'm gonna say this right now on July 13th. If the New England Patriots have a better record than the New York Jets this year, this is gonna be a major, major problem. Uh, it's gonna be a major, major problem because this team stinks down the board, man. Like it's it's insane. Like all we have to go by right now is McCorkle is skinny. That's all we got. That's literally the only positive news from from the free agency to the draft <laughs> until now is McCorkle lost some weight. Okay, like all right, 
I don't see they, they lost JC Jackson. They got Malcolm Butler. Okay, like I, I, I don't want a get guy they too- let go few or let walk a few years ago. Yeah, because because apparently he sucked. Right, apparently it wasn't a fight and he sucked. That's why he got benched with Super Bowl. Uh, dude, I, I I know, I know it's in Bill Bel and Bill Belichick we trust. I know he's the genius. I totally get it. But if you're asking me who I want in the draft room. Joe Douglas or Bill Belichick, I'm taking Joe Douglas 10 out of 10 times. So take that, Jerry Thornton, you loser. In the draft room, <laughs> but also kind of on the trade block and the signings. I mean, he hasn't been good drafting. The signings, what, two years ago now, is it? Two tight ends and two wide receivers. None of the wide receivers are good there, too. Unbelievable. And the trade block, I don't know the last time so, New England pulled off a John trade. Smith? Bro, John U. Smith? You yeah. paid for John who's he's, he's making one of the most money this year. Nelson Aguilar. Like I all I just wanna I wish we could just play the that YouTube video right now from the Philly <laughs> yeah. guy. Just scream about Nelson Aguilar right yeah. now. Yeah. I can scream about how you're paying him fourteen million this year, bro. What are we talking he about? Other thing, he didn't just pay him, he paid him a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, he's making like the top top money in the league. Dude, yeah. they haven't drafted a wide receiver since Julian Edelman. He's the only that's been productive. Draft. A wide receiver that's been productive since Edelman. It's crazy, yeah. bro. It's crazy. They stink. But I will say say something nice about the Patriots. Wow. Red helmet. Red helmet is fire. No, I'll keep it balanced. I'm balanced. The red I'm red helmet or the red face mask. No, they got. I think. I think they got. A red, I think they got the red helmet this year. No. Oh, okay. I was saying yeah, red it's, it's face fire. Mask it's fire. It's, it's pretty fire. Say something nice. I'm being objective. Like they just suck at drafting. Like, I'm not even, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm not being a hater. I'm being a yeah. Wow. Yeah. You you are right. That is a nice yeah, red helmet. See, fire helmets. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm being objective. Like <laughs> that, that, that's the point. <laughs> so wow. again, Jerry Thornton. F you, bro. <laughs> I'm done with uh, you. Look, man. We all know. I mean, you've been saying it, but. You you kind of said it like wide receivers, Bill Belichick, Julian Edelman being the last one. You love to see it. You love to see it. Dude, they but suck at drafting. Sony Michelle. Oh, oh. Well, their whole thing is so, uh, somehow they're able to still have a decent record because they've all just played like a unit. They don't find the, the thing is like they don't find like that talent. Like they don't find like they just get guys. They just find cogs, man. They just, I just, I don't know how they do it. They just find cogs, and that's really it for that team. Well, how they do it is they found Tom Brady, and then it's just <laughs> yeah. a good player. You know, they get some good players, and Yo, they fell into Tom Brady like yeah. nobody's business. Crazy. Yeah, dude, the last five of their drafts, besides Isaiah Wynn I don't, and Damian Harris, I don't think I'll take one single player <laughs> from their draft from the last like five years. Just nuts. But anyway, the reason I bring this up is because our favorite show has dropped a couple weeks ago. We've given us some time to kind of mull over it a little bit. It's one of Alex's least favorite shows because it, it gives him the false hope, that that too much opium, the propaganda, as he likes to call too it, which surely you get into. But too much. I'm so happy that Greg is on this episode because I know – I know. <laughs> so it's um, not balanced. You know that it's highly no, weighted towards uh No, no, but, but, but I'm just saying I'm, I'm hyped because I know he shares my excitement with watching the draft room coverage, man. The draft room coverage for the New York Jets was so cool. It was more than the phone call. It was more than, you know, the, like a one, 
you know, clip bit of like, hey, this guy, we love this guy. Yeah, take it. Like, you know, like, hooray. And then, you know, one minute, 30 seconds later, you know, he's in the hat and it's, you know, nice music. It was really cool to see their process, how they felt about players. And it was all pre-recorded, right? So they're, they gave their list of players before it, you know, before the actual draft and we got to see it, right? So it yeah. wasn't BS that Jermaine Johnson, you know, was their top eight guy. It wasn't BS uh, that they didn't really want Drake London. I mean, all of it that they love sauce. The only thing I'm going to say, uh, I, I don't want to, you know, take the conversation away from, you know, from the show. I wonder if they regret not taking uh, the tackle, especially with the with the more Beckton rumors coming along here. But I'm not going to get into that. We're going to stay positive, right? Greg, what did you think? For, I, I I would love to get your overall thoughts of the show, but dude, what do you think about that draft stuff? Are, are you as hyped as me? Yeah, I am because also too the one the first of all overall love the show. I thought it was great, really cool to see. You know, kind of the, I don't want to say like lower level guys, but the less known guys from the scouting department. And yeah. like, even like on draft day, seeing like Rex Hogan or whatever, like the assistant general manager, seeing his family, what he does, how he, how he gets ready for the draft and all that <laughs> stuff was kind of cool. Cause you know, Joe Douglas, we all know Joe Douglas. We all know Coach Sala. So just seeing some of the other guys, a lot of Mike LaFleur this season. Um, some of the D coordinator, but also a lot of the area scouts and stuff like that was cool. But the draft stuff, dude, was amazing. The biggest thing that I love that wasn't in kind of the, the clips that we saw around the draft day was how hyped they were when Houston took oh, Stingley. Um, like it all Stingley. Stingley, yeah. Dude, yeah. they went nuts. They, they, they went as excited out. as I was. That's what, <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's what I love. That's what I love. That was they so literally cool. reacted like John, which was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, a room of like 20 well, guys, and they're just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got our guy. Like, well, we got you have to th- You know, it's like, well, you get to see like all the work finally come into and you do like the whole thought process. Like, I agree with John. Like, in as much as I just, it's hard for me. Like, I have to like hold myself back from saying, all right, don't drink all the Kool-Aid. Don't don't get too hyped about this. All right, got to wait for the actual product on the field. I do like what John said, which is the actual process of like the evaluation and pulling back the curtain, seeing how does an actual NFL front office work behind the scenes? Like they're not giving you the full details, but they're giving you enough details to get you an idea like, oh, shit, like scouting guy, like it's like, yeah, scouting guys on the road. Sure, if you watch uh, the new movie with Adam Sandler, right? And uh, yep. you're like, oh, well, he's, he's a scout. You see how, yeah, hustle. Uh, he's always on the road in that movie. But you're like, is this actually true? And then you hear from an actual scout for the Jets, like, yo, this is football. This isn't even NBA. And you have to think for the NBA, it's probably even worse because that's like, like John said at the beginning of the episode, all year round, right? NFL, they're gone all year round. They're home for like a weekend, if that. And you're like, wow, the, all the work that goes into it, how much film they're watching, that they're watching film when they're on road, watching another team and going back to the hotel room to go watch another team. And you're like, holy shit, this is the amount of work. So when you hear all the work that they're putting in, the the character they're trying to look for the after every interview and, and so forth, this is why these guys are hyped because they, they they created their list, right? They've done their due diligence. And when that just falls in the way Check that it does. Check the twice, Alex. Yeah. Like I know, I know. They check fights like Santa, man. I mean, Joe Douglas might as well be Santa. He might be in a red suit for all I know, man. When he's when he's off, when he's off duty, <laughs> the way the way he when brings those gifts, he might as well be Santa, bro. But the way like you see all that just come together, like that's why 
you can just you see them get hyped in the in the room, especially when they're drafting the guy. You know, like, oh, this is what Houston did. This is now it's our chance. This is our chance to to pounce. So I like it, man. I really like how they went into detail about it. And uh, I think one of the things I like though is like I know I know it made its way around the interwebs, especially on Jets Twitter. But you know, feeding your family the Michael Four line that he talks about, right? And, and like it really just hits home because you can transfer that to anything and honestly when you watch this video you can translate everything to life and it's just i just i just love that entire aspect about it you know what i you know what i transferred to life is michael Lafour is an absolute lunatic like the guy is a straight-up lunatic for football man he, he loved like he would leave his family for football that's that's like what i got from the from those little clips which I, I, as a person, I don't know, dude, do your thing. But as a, as a Jets fan, I love it. Like, I <laughs> I love it. When, like, I need that. I want that. I love you for it. I'm an even bigger LaFleur fan, even though I'm honestly – I've really tooted his horn since the second we got him. I've been really excited about our full coaching staff. And it is. It is amazing to see, you know, whether it's Jay Mandelosi, he's the scout we were talking about. Uh, we watched, like, Rex Hogan stuff. Uh, LaFleur, Coach Salah, like it's really cool. Even Jeff Ulbrich at the end there, which I feel like he's like the always, if you have like a defensive coach, the defensive coordinator really goes like under, under the carpet. Like you really don't see him. Same thing with, you know, offense. Yep. In this case, man, the, it was really cool seeing how he felt about JJ John, about Jermaine, Jermaine yep. Johnson, JJ. And it also was really cool to see how the GM kind of maneuvered to make him happy. You know what I'm trying to say? Like they're not operating in a, in a vacuum here. And it was really fun to watch in real time. Like they wanted to get Jermaine Johnson, Woody Johnson. Not, it's not a movie. You know what I mean? He was like literally telling them, like, yeah, you're allowed to trade up for him because I'm the owner and I have to pay for it. It was like, yeah, no problem. And then you see Joe Douglas literally calling every team and making projections. Jeff Ulbrich's in the other room because he's hyped and he, you know, he, uh, they already know what he wants. So he's like, all right, we got it. <laughs> you know, so it's really cool, man. They're just like a well-oiled machine. It was, it was really fun to watch from my perspective. And then it was really cool to see what they did with the Tyreek Hill trade, man. It was real. It was real. Like, yeah. all that's, it's, it's so different when you read it, even when you read it on like by the beat writers, like the athletic, you know, people we trust, you know, shout out to DJ who moved on to ESPN Houston, but he was writing about it, you know, rich, anybody that we trust. It, it, it's really cool, right? When you read it and you got it and you make the scenario, but when you watch it from the Jets perspective, it's it, obviously there's propaganda outs, right? Obviously. If we got him, it would have been a different tune completely, even though it's the same transaction. I agree. However, it was just really cool to see how they actually manage the business. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It's not a reality oh, show. Sure. They're not they're not saying cut, and then everybody's like going back and doing their own thing. Like this is actually how they're operating. Well, technically, it is a reality show, right? Because like you're getting to see the reality of like what they actually. Yeah, but do. it's like reality shows aren't real. Like this is like a real show. You know what I mean? Like it's not scripted. They're not doing anything because like I feel some way. Like, for example, for uh, Hard Knocks, I feel like it's a little scripted sometimes, right? Like, I feel like HBO might tell them what to do. They set up cameras in specific spots. Uh, there was always rumors about how, like, how Rex Ryan had to do some extra stuff. You know, I mean, he was putting on a yeah. show. I don't think they're doing that here, especially in the draft room. Like, this is where the, this is their bread and butter. Like, they're just working. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. For me, I, I know I'm speaking like a fanboy at the moment, but it was just really cool to get insight around the Jets 
and it was really cool to just see how they're working. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the thing that um, that I really liked about watching this is that, you know, when you start to see the evaluation process, like even during free agency, right? Like you even get the snippet in the second, the second episode where you see how they're defining uh, Tomlinson and it's like, all right, how will we fit this team? What's the character that he has? Is this the energy that he's going to bring every single night? You know, talk about durability, the intangibles, all those things. I mean, it's really important to seeing how they go through that gauge because they're also transferring that down to the draft process. Right. And it's one thing to say, you know, it's always thing. Uh, it's always one thing to say. What's the, what's the word like? Oh yeah, we want to find these high character guys that we always want to find. You know, guys that fit what playing like a jet is right. A lot of these times, you, you see that it's a lot of speak. Like mm-hmm. we've had that, like play like a jet. It, it's just it's just like we had Rex Ryan do it. We had a lot of people do it. You know, everyone talks about it. I feel like there's some sort of like genuine nature when I watch these guys between Joe Douglas, Robert Sala, Michael Ford, Jeff Ulbrich, and the and the rest of the crew. I, I feel that way. Obviously, it has to translate to the field because it's one thing to say, yeah, we draft guys who want to be here because they know they're playing a kid's game at, at, at King's Ransom, as uh, as Robert Sala said. Yeah. But when you start to think of, like, how they're looking for it, like, having that, it, it, it really pulls back. You, you can actually buy it a little bit more because sometimes you just hear and it's like, all right, I mean, that's everybody, right? Yeah. But then it just comes down to, like, the leader, as they also talk about on the show, like, they can't see a, uh, a piece of like crack in that armor, right? Especially if you're the face of the, of the, if you're the face of the team, like Sala is, right? So I just thought all of that was really cool. I thought that was interesting. I'm, I'm big into like finding talent and how they go about it and creating that structure where you're creating that culture that we keep talking about, that we hear around sports, that you hear around just even your everyday work life, right? We have a good company culture and you just see how the Jets are, are going through that and, I like it. I think it's cool. Uh, yeah, it was just good insight, man. I, I really, I really enjoyed it. What other parts of the series did you like? I mean, th- th- that's really it for me. Like, I, I don't want to. Um, I also have, you know, this trepidation to eat up all the propaganda from the Take Flight series. I know that there's another series coming. I really am not here too fanboy about the Jets, even though I am a diehard Jets fan. The only thing I like, again, is that they have cohesion. I I don't... I think that you kind of alluded to normal franchises and normal front offices, that they're normally in in cohesion, but not for us. Like, so this is is new territory for us. I've never felt so good going into a season. There's really nowhere to go but up. Uh, it's really cool that Zach Wilson is having a bunch of his boys out in Idaho, right? Like Braxton mm-hmm. was there. Uh, Uzama, which we just got. Carter was there. Uh, Moore was there. I mean, it's just really cool. Like, it's awesome that they're all together. I think Flacco, Flacco was, was there. there. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I love it, man. So I'm glad that there, it looks like there's chemistry everywhere. Again, the Zach Wilson mom stuff that came out, which I think is nonsense. However, Whatever, whatever works, whatever, you know, if it fuels the team, it fuels the team. Like, you know, if a rumor is going to make everything good in that locker room, let's go. If people around the league, like you're saying DK Metcalf, you know, coming to the Jets because 
of this, no problem. Sign me the hell up. But he probably just wants to get out of Seattle. But that's neither here nor there. I mean, he, he wants to uh, pair up with his boy Elijah Moore. I mean, well, I don't blame him. But anyway, hey. that, 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 that's really all I got regarding the Take Flight series. I, I'm, I'm excited. I know they're going to do one for training camp. And then they do one in the middle of the season. Like they, they have their own hard knocks. I mean, shout out to them. They deserve the Emmy that they you know that they get nominated for. Like they're they're awesome, man. For sure. And you could thank Eric Allen for all that type of stuff. Eric Allen. They have a man. huge crew, bro. They have a huge crew now. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, it's crazy to think of like how much this thing has grown because and I started off, I remember watching these old I'd go to like going to the Jets website all the time and seeing these old videos. I remember watching it. Eric Allen being up at SUNY Courtland interviewing Revis, oh, waiting for Revis to the come. Good through. old days, bro. Oh my God. SUNY Just Courtland. like legit before YouTube really became YouTube, like what it is today, and you had to go to the actual website to go watch these videos and they upload it. I remember watching that stuff, but then I just got to the point like I do this to myself every year. Every year I do this to myself. I buy it. Those are cool. I mean, those are fun. Off seasons, those are fun narratives, and those are fun teams, man. Absolutely, I remember remember when Revis was not locked out, but remember when Revis was holding out. Yeah, Yeah. when he he showed up and Eric Allen for him. Yo, what? what, But when he showed up and Eric Allen was like right there, like here's Darrell Revis. You're like, yo, he's actually there. Oh my god! Finally, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think we were eating the apple too much, except for maybe when Rex Ryan talked, probably, you know, when he's talking about the rings and the Patriots, so we kind of ate that up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think we learned our lesson. But yeah, man, that, that, that that's pretty much what's going on with the Jets yeah. right now. That seems Not like a lot, man. Jets update. I mean, here's the thing. It, it, it is, but it isn't, right? I mean, we have news everywhere. We have rumors about our quarterback, which happened to be, you know, took a negative and put it into the positive. We have really good stuff. Coming from you know the Jets production team, and it gives us a really nice glimpse into the squad. We're confident all the way down. We have players everywhere who on our squad who we're confident about. Kind of too much. Like the the depth is too much. Like we're worried about who to cut. The only I think controversy on the whole team right now is Mackay Becton. He's the only controversy, dude. And like he cool. keeps posting himself. Uh, like big bus 77 and like talking about the haters, he's going to prove it on the field, man. He has to, he has to, at this point, he is talking so much smack. He's going to back it up. So I'm really excited about that too. If he becomes our starting right tackle, man, we're going to, it's going to be sick. Honestly, it's going to be sick. If he's insisted on playing left tackle, uh, you know, and we find a trade for him, no problem, but we're not like, I'm really excited for Makai Beckton to be our right tackle. I'm so sick of any more rumors. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I mean, the whole Makai Beckton, the coaching staff doesn't know what to do with Makai Beckton and all that type of stuff. It's, it's a lot of noise right now. Um, I think it's just focusing on at this point, we can't even eat into the news that much. We have to just wait and see what happens with. With Makai Beckton, it's not. Yeah. Uh, it, it, we're just. It, they're not going to. He's not going to get traded. You know, they ha- that 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 ship didn't fully sail, but it sailed for now because they didn't draft Aquanu, right? Uh, so, just going to camp, see what I mean, happens. We got Sauce, which is fine. We got Sauce and Reed. We have an elite sec. We have elite cornerbacks now. Yeah, from- I'm not. Ups- it's not being upset about it. I'm just saying, like, yeah, that, they made the, a choice. The, yeah, they, they made, made a, choice. a choice, and that like yeah. so. For fans to like eat up, like, oh, like, let's wait and see. Let's wait and see as always. Who knows? I mean, he is coming off an injury. He has to get back in shape and all that type of stuff and put the work in. 
but we all know that's difficult when you come back. You're a big dude coming off a Liz Frank injury. All right. Like yeah. legit. That's tough. The only thing I'll give Jet fans, and this is me being a typical John, is I will just keep an eye on a certain right tackle that plays on the 49ers. He used to play in Notre Dame. He had a, he was injured. He's going to be a free agent. Just keep your eye on McGlinchey, man. Just keep your eye on him. All right. There's a nice, think, little, nice little relationship there. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like every, like, like Tom Woodson, too, man. Like Tom That's Woodson. what I'm saying, dude. That's what I'm saying. Just keep an eye on. That's all. No rumors. No, just just keep an eye on. If you're going to keep an eye on Beckton, just keep an eye on McGlinchey. That's all I'm saying. They're in the same spot. Except for McGlinchey's about to be a free agent. <laughs> that makes sense. But I think other than that, man, we don't really have much more else to talk about for, for the New York Jets. So we're going to end it right here. Thank you all for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, Etc. podcast. I know what you're all thinking. What happened to video producer Greg? <laughs> Did he get fired? No, he didn't get fired. <laughs> Greg's internet well, just went out. He well, was he's, out. He's, getting, he's getting some thunder. He's getting fried by that thunderstorm that's been coming through, man. The guy lives oh, in the sticks. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Lives out in the sticks. So you know what happens when you live out in the sticks and you get a little tree falling down the line. Ain't going to be fixed <laughs> for a couple of days. So shout out to Greg. Hopefully things are, are better, my man. But you know what it is, everybody. Thank you for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Nick Shits, etc. podcast. Please make sure to subscribe to this podcast. We're on all audio listening platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. Please make sure to give us a five-star rating and to leave a comment wherever you may listen to your to your podcast, okay? And if you don't know, we're partnered with Fanside and Minute Media, so you can find this podcast on the Jet Press and the Daily Knicks. We're also on YouTube. Knicks coming, Jets coming, ETC, period. Find the page, subscribe, hit that notification bell. You know what to do. Hit the like button, watch a new video, leave a comment. It's all good. All right. Check out Winning Picks Weekly, the other podcast partner with Minute Media that's on this YouTube page. All right. If you need to put money down on the line, go check out John, video producer Greg, our guy and co host Chip Murphy. These guys will give you the scoop. So make sure to bet responsibly when you go listen in. And then, last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, you name it. We are there. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Nick Shits, etc. podcast. We out. We out, son. Training camp soon. Week one, 55 days away. Let's go.